wicked, wicked fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. This is your summer. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit sixflags.com slash coke to save up to $20 on passes. Good morning. This is Karen with newclevelandradio.net, and it is time for Avoid the Maze. And we avoid the maze every single day, at least we should be, because you know what? Um, there are other people who have either been down this road or passed us somewhere along the line, and they just might have some really good suggestions for us. And today, my guest is Angela, and I'm hoping I'm pro pronouncing it properly, Santee? Yes. Perfect. Oh, wonderful. And I have met Angela through podcasts.com, and I am just so amazed as I look at your at your website and I've listened to some of your talks that you just have a wonderful sense of knowledge on how to live the right life. So good good day. Have hi everybody. Thank you, Karen. Thank you for having me here. And thank you very much for your feedbacks. You know, I uh, am Italian, that is why I am able to live, to have a sense of living the good life. I'm joking, by the way. Well, you know, sometimes I think, um, you know, our culture is what really drives us. Um, and we've been having a lot of these conversations lately when somebody will say, well, I don't know why somebody, you know, in Europe can have a much better life than I do in America or why somebody in on the Western part of the United States feels happier than somebody on the Eastern. And I don't think it's so much that, but I think it's, you know, all those traditions that we've had growing up and uh, learning how just to make the most out of the moment. So, Tell me a little bit about Italy. What is the culture really like there? Okay, so um, first of all, if you permit me, uh, just a few, a few um, things about myself. Sure. So I am uh, a business and lifestyle consultant known as the Dolce Vita lifestyle designer. And what I really want to say is that I've, uh, I was... I arrived here after a life of hard work, of being one of those always super busy mm, CEO right. and manager that wanted to perform the best. And then life happened and I decided to, wow, hmm, to make some tweaks in my life. So um, being Italian is really helping it because, yeah, our culture is um, a culture that um, teaches us since the Roman empires, the ancient Roman empire, 
to alternate in a very strategic way actions, hard work, commitment, and on the other side, inaction, which doesn't mean either becoming a couch potato or <laughs> nor, <laughs> nor the inaction, the American way, meaning being super busy even when you are not working, you know, trying to make the most out of every single second of your life and be super productive even in the not doing. So this is something that really comes from, um, from the past. And what the, the Romans were doing when they were working, and we can, well, they weren't really, really working in the way we uh, understand work or, or we talk about work today, but they were very committed in impacting society. Okay. So, okay. So, uh, and this can be, you know, called that impact work, you know, like making the difference from somebody else. And they understood that you can make the difference from your customer, from your client, for the people you are working with, or maybe even in your family, your friends, or, or all the people that you know, if you are centered, if you have the energy, and if you are content and happy with what you're doing. Otherwise, you have those negative energies, this resentment, this inability to really, you know, like being sharp on the spot. And they started <clears throat> alternating working and not doing, and they were going at the spa, they were like walking in the forest, staying in nature, uh, talking with other philosophers. And we can really do the same. I mean, updated you know like for our time so this is one important thing about italy the other are our uh, values we value family very much we we value friends friendship with fellowship being around with people we value food and fun so we want to make sure that in our days all those four f's are present even for five minutes you know, and this is something that I really encourage you Americans to do. Well, and I noticed that you mentioned that earlier in your life, you were one of those go-getters constantly doing, trying to please. And that tends to be a, a female attribute here in America um, that we feel that if we're not contributing and not working in the eyes of others, were worthless. And I went through the same thing. Um, my last corporate job I had, I only had to work 40 hours a week, but I was working 50 and 60 because I wanted, I wanted to be the best that I could be. And uh, I realized that you don't have to do that. You can, you can be as productive in half that amount of time and then find that time to enjoy nature, have a conversation, um, or even take a nap. Right, guiltless, you know, like guilt-free, take a right. nap, do nothing, guilt-free. I totally relate with you, and I think that not only in America, but I think worldwide, the corporate world is really taking people to the wrong path because 
they are, and I think this is, they are really stressing something that I think was born with the industrial revolution, this emphasis on productivity, that is something that uh, is for the machines, not for the people, because human beings can be productive, but uh, you know, like up to a certain point. And women, we are people pleasers. We want to do it all. We want to, and by the way, you were working 50 hours at office. And then I'm sure that when you came home, you were working, I don't know how right. many hours in your yep. second parallel unpaid job, <laughs> <laughs> like all other women. And another reason why we're doing that, it's not only to show up the right way to be validated, but also because we have, or we had so many masculine leadership role models, especially, you know, like if you are my age, more or less, we had this you know, like go-getters and like really men dressed in women suits. And right. We didn't have other role models that were like gentler or, you know, more feminine or that were empathizing with women that have a family that, you know, not only kids, but also elderly or even, you know what, go home and as you say, take a nap and take care of yourself because after all, you're the most important person in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. So what do you tell people such as myself um, if I was still in corporate America and coming home in the evening, um, feeling very dissatisfied because I still didn't get all my work done because of interruptions or whatever. And like you said, I'm now home and the family assumes that my role is to, you know, make dinner, put dinner on the table, clean up after dinner. And I'm just not ready to say that I can't do it all because I may look inefficient. So how do I have this better life? Hmm. Very good question. There are many things to do here. So one thing is uh, to set boundaries. So, and the best way to set boundaries is to learn how to say no, or not now, or not yet, to other people and to yourself. Because you have to understand, first of all, that whenever you are saying yes to something, you are saying no to something else because you cannot do it all. So, my invitation is to, you know, to ask when you say yes to one of your co-workers or colleagues or to your family or to some other people, are you saying yes to yourself as well or to something that you care of as well? Or you are saying no to some of your priorities. And, and of course, this implies that you know what are your priorities and your priorities uh, relate to your goal in your business and in your life. And to me, life 
and business or career goals should be aligned and not be, you know, like one goes on the direction and the other one go, goes in a different direction. So uh, before saying yes, just breathe and ask yourself where this yes is taking you to. And if it's not taking you to the direction that you want to go, just say not yet. Um, just come back in 10 minutes, okay? Not now. So this is one thing. Another thing, and this is valid at work and at home. So another thing that not many women realize is to leverage their team. So what I like to say is that we have three teams. One is the team at work. And your team are your colleagues or your employee or your consultants or, I mean, the people that are working for you. And these people should be aligned to your goals by because they have signed a contract with you. Okay. Or there is an organizational chart or sure. something. Okay. And this is quite easy to handle. The second one is the family team. If you are in America, are like the Italian mamas that really have to do it all and kids are not never, you know, they are never grown up. Well, maybe they are 30 years older, they come back and come home and cook lunch and dinner and everything. So they must be aligned to your goals and they must help you and not only, you know, like sit and wait to be waitressed by, by you. Right. So, okay, empower and making them be more independent is that you know like saying no to them is an empowering uh action and the third team is the team of the people in your head that are telling you what is right what is young what happened if you say yes or no and da, da, da. so just you know like again go back and mm, who is telling me to say yes to all those people so this is something and another thing that i would suggest to do is Start whenever you um, schedule your week. The first thing that I encourage you to put in your schedule, my, there are two things. One is lunch break. There is mandatory and lunch break means walking out of the office, eating something without technology, without your smartphone, nothing. Just talking to people and go for a walk. Even if you just have half an hour, just do that. Okay. And the other thing, schedule something that you like to do at the end of your day so that you can reward yourself and you look forward to that and make the commitment to respect this um, appointment with yourself like uh, it is an appointment with one of your clients. You know, and those are all simple things that we all can incorporate. Um, I know that I am not good for taking a lunch break. Um, and especially when I worked out of the home in corporate America, I just felt like, well, I'll just work five more minutes, five more minutes. And before I realized it, it was the end of the day. Everybody else had gone to lunch, you know, and my stomach was growling. Um, when somebody finally said to me, you have to close at least your office door. Even if you stay in your office, you need to isolate yourself. And that I was able to do. Um, I don't know if it was 
my own voices in my head telling me um, with the door closed, you can sort of cheat on your personal time. Um, so you can take some personal time, but still get some work done. But now I'm much better at that. Now that I work out of the house, I create my own schedule. Um, when I look at my week ahead, um, I determine, you know what, next week, I don't want to work on Thursday. I'm going to take the day off. Now, if Thursday comes along and I choose to work and it makes me feel good, I will work. So how do you, how do you get these teams, the people you work with and your family just to accept these changes when you start going through them? Hmm. Yeah, very, very good question. So they, so you have to negotiate, okay, to become a good negotiator. But first of all, you have to speak up and to tell them what are your goals and how important those goals are for you. Because if you expect people to read your mind and maybe complain because your husband didn't understand and your kids and da, 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 and all those people, you get nowhere. Right. So, uh, of course, with the team in the, in the office, it's like more, it's easier. You just close the door and you say afterwards and da, da, da. But you don't have all those um, emotional implication with them. So um, with your family, it's really important that you tell them how important it is for you to do this and that. And maybe, uh, and then you have to have them buy your vision. So, and make them understand that when you are happier and more satisfied with what you do, the ripple effect, the positive ripple effect is on them as well and assure them that they are not losing anything. And something that happens is also that sometimes the family doesn't want you to reach your goals because they fear that you become a different person and that they lose some of the privileges or you know, all the things that you're doing for them. So you want to do it in a very gradual way and uh, uh, make them understand the advantages of having you, you know, do that. So maybe you, you spend with them more quality time and, uh, you know, and, and really make them understand how it's important is that they are empowered to do that. The most difficult team to have you know a line is the one in your head because first of all you have to understand who is in your head who are all those voices and some of them you don't even know because it's you know like the collective subconscious and it's the culture like women should do this and women should not do that etc so recognize the voices is the first thing what do they say who are, if the voices are yours or are somebody else. And then the, the, the key is really to understand what is the message that they are giving you. And probably it's a message that, it's, that wants to do good for you, but they are expressing in a clumsy way. So you really have to, you know, like accept them 
thank them and decide if you want to keep their suggestions or you just say thank you very much uh, you were very useful for this part of my life but now for this specific one thing i will do different and it doesn't imply that you cannot go and listen you know to that voice another time you know it's interesting when i started going through these changes and it's been about 10 years and it's a constant evolution because we don't really stay the same um in the beginning my family was very very supportive it was like this is great we see that you're happier but as time went on um it was like they had already seen the changes and they couldn't understand why i kept wanting to change more and I finally had to sit my husband down one day and said, what am I taking away from you? Just ask that point blank. And he looked at me and he said, well, nothing. I said, then you go to work, you do your thing. Um, he loves photography. So if he's not out taking pictures, he's looking through photo journals. And I said, but I don't take you away from that. So why would you take me away from whether it's going for that walk, taking a nap or doing some research? And he looked at me, he goes, I guess I shouldn't take it away from you. And so is, it, that was our negotiation. You do your thing, I can do my thing, but you know what? We're in the same vicinity, we will meet up and it's more enriching. Yeah, yeah. And you were brilliant. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes they don't realize it. They just take for granted that our role as a woman is to do this and this and this. And they, why? I mean, yeah, they don't realize that they're taking you away from something that you that you like. So and if I would say if they're not collaborative, and they're really being naughty, Hmm, there is a problem in the family. So I would really address it. So what did you do prior to being the Dolce Vita? So prior to being La Dolce Vita, I like to say that I had three lives. So my first life was, I come from a family of entrepreneurs since many generations. So I was very lucky to be born in this family and they gave me the opportunity to travel all over the world in the seven, late 70s starting of the 80s when this wasn't you know like something that everybody was doing and uh and by the way i was super and i am super passionate of english and american culture so i was studying english and american culture and literature and da, da, da. I, I traveled to the united states same a lot of time and i really i am really passionate of traveling by myself and to put myself in challenging situations so this was an interesting school that i wanted to mention because after university uh and i have a humanistic background at the university I went to work at my family business that at that time was one of the top 10 um, companies in the luxury automotive uh, world in Italy. And it was a masculine, a totally masculine yeah. world. 
So there I became um, CEO very quickly because, you know, if you are well, here in Italy, if you are the daughter of the entrepreneur, you sit in the board of director like, ah, in an ah. abrupt way with no preparation, nothing. And I was a manager in charge of HR and organizational development. And there, you know, I started, you know, having all the syndromes, the imposter syndrome, the perfectionist syndrome, the controlling syndrome, the, um, what is the, 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 the animal in the wheel syndrome, yeah. ah, the next shiny objects, all the syndrome, the possible syndrome, because I wanted to look good and, and da, da, da. So what happened is that I really was working, spilling my, my wheel, and I, will, I had a lot of success up on the outside, you know, I was living in this golden cage where everything was beautiful, but I wasn't really so satisfied. I understood that my life, my personal life was suffering, but I didn't really want to make changes because, you know, I was in a, a sort of a comfort, uncomfortable sure. comfort zone. Mm -hmm. uh, then what happens, very interesting, uh, life kicked me out of this because uh, 2008, no, in, yes, in 2008, after the Lehman Brothers collapsed, all the automotive, the worldwide automotive industry collapsed, and my family business collapsed. So in nine months, everything was over. I found myself like no business, no identity, because of course I was identifying myself with my role and, and all that. By the way, I developed, I, I was so stressed that I developed um, a, a, a strange thyroid Graves disease because I couldn't express myself, but I didn't know at the time that I cured like changing my life. So at that time I decided, I was like, wait a minute. In the first part of my life, I was just, you know, like free spirit doing all the things. And now I'm just stuck in this beautiful word, but I'm stuck. And I had the chance to become a victim, you know, of everything that was happened, or you know what? I can create the life that I want. So I leveraged my skills and my expertise, and I started to work as an independent consultant, but for other consultancy company as an independent contractor. And again, I was working and commuting all the time. And at the beginning, it was fine. But then I was like, you know what? When I uh, reached my 50th birthday, I was like, I'm a 50 years old lady. And I want to give myself the best present for my life. And <laughs> I hired an American business coach who taught me how to um, pivot my business online in 2016. So that was my huge, big shift. And it really gave me the opportunity to take my life back, to care more about my family and like my elderly, you know, like parents and all that. And then it is my fifth life. I decided that Italy is too and Europe are too tight, you know, too, too, too narrow. And I've decided to move and <laughs> to teach my uh, influence in the United States and in North America, where I think there is a lot of need of Dolce Vita. And, yeah, I mean, you are so right. And as I listen to your story, it is such a common story amongst 
women all over the world. Um, you know, I remember growing up, I had this dream that, you know, I would marry, have my family, I'd be within blocks of my parents and holidays would always be what they look like as how they, how I saw them as a child. And once I went away to college, I really did not come home. You know, I went to college, got married and did all those things, but in a different way. And what I want people to understand, it doesn't, you can change at any time. And it's not so much about changing, it's about evolving into who you are today. And as women, we cannot feel guilty about that. I mean, we go to the hairdresser and we change our hair so we have a different outer appearance. We keep that same inner appearance going on and we look in the mirror the first day and we say, perfect. The second day we go, why did I do this? Or who am I? But what you're saying, Angela, is, you know, you take what you know and you mold it so that you could be the best you. Yes, definitely. And you know what? I think that the key is to do it gradually. I didn't even, you know, like for trial and error, because you learn from experience. And after the first change, you understand that you can be the actor of your change and you can choose to change whenever you want and whenever there is something that you don't like. And, uh, and you can do it anytime. So it's really, it's really a gift. And the important thing is that you said to become the person that you are, because yes, it's, a, it's an evolution. It's always an evolution. So how can our listening audience find you? They say, Angela is inspirational. It's gonna be 2022 soon. We've gone through almost two years of not even knowing what tomorrow's gonna to bring, but we can bring something to the table. So how yeah. can we find you? So um, your audience can find me through my website that is angelasanti, S-A-N-T-I dot I-T, like Italy. And they find me on LinkedIn under my name, Angela Santi again. And I am very happy to answer to question messages. And I really love connecting. So just reach out and, and have a chat. So tell us a little bit before we leave about Italy. Where in Italy are you? Give us a picture. Mm -hmm. So Italy is like a big boot. And I am in the north. Um, and I am living in a city called Bologna, like Bologna, by the way, okay. where <laughs> the Bologna comes from. And I think this is the perfect, the sweet spot where the productivity and the Dolce Vita collide. We have all the uh, Lamborghini, the Ferrari, you know, like where all the were burned, the, the fashion district, but we're also a place where um, you have 
the most fun. We have, you know, restaurants all over, the best food uh, ever. We're close to the mountains. We're close to the seaside. Everything is really, really at hand. It's not too big, but not even too small. And we have the longest arcade in the world. So it's not a famous city like Florence, Milano, or, or Venice, but you pass through Bologna whenever you travel in Italy. So I really recommend to come and, and visit it. It's a beautiful medieval city. And what's the weather like this time of year? Uh, now it's, it's pretty cold. Um, it's like winter. It's like in the in the East Coast. I would say it's similar to New York, not as cold as New York. <laughs> but yeah, it's quite cold. And in the summer, it's very hot. So um, yeah, very, you have, very to hot. have to balance it off from hot to cold. Absolutely. Yes. But you know what? The beautiful thing is that you can change your dress all the time. You have to have winter clothes and summer clothes. And so you have the excuse to go and buy new, new stuff. I, and I love that excuse. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, it's cold and a little snowy here in uh, Ohio. But again, one of the things that I've learned is when you want to do something, the weather is secondary to what you want to do. So it's now time for us to sort of find ourselves, take our lives back um, while we're still being safe from this horrible pandemic. Um, but if we do it in a smart way, we'll all be able to travel and uh, have the best life. Absolutely. And I really think that the pandemic can be an opportunity to look inside yourself more and to create your best life ever. Well, I want to thank you for joining us, Angela. Have a great day. And uh, I'm going to go make some changes, I think. Right. <laughs> Have okay. a good one. So, ciao, Bye -bye everybody. Now. Ciao.